I am a shill for Disney. Uh, the company owns this podcast, as everyone knows. A lot of people, well, two people have commented on George Lucas in the thumbnail of this video. If you're listening, you can't see the thumbnail. If you're on YouTube, uh, the thumbnail, I don't know. I typed in sad George Lucas on, on Google and that that one popped up. And so I used it. And I think he looks pretty, uh, he looks pretty upset with what Kathleen Kennedy has done. And I heard a rumor, Andrew, just a small rumor that she might, there might be news on Kathleen Kennedy and her future at Lucasfilm later. They saved it for the 300th episode of the Rebel Skin Podcast. So later on, we might have some exclusive breaking news that we've never broken on this podcast ever. Well, it's happening here because this is the place for it to happen. Uh, it's it like is. the halftime show of Super Bowls, right? This is where you go if you're a Star Wars person. This is the halftime show. We're the uh, Rihanna of, of podcasts. <laughs> I'm the Jana Jackson. I'm going to have a nipple slip at some point on this podcast. I won't tell you when, but it's going to happen. Like Andrew, it's been 11 years of Disney Star People call it Disney Star Wars. Some people get upset with the term Disney Star Wars, and other people say it kind of maliciously. I say it as in, well, Disney owns Star Wars, and it's it's a new era of Star Wars, so it is Disney Star Wars. It's it is separate from George Lucas Star Wars. It's its own. It's kind of a different thing. Yeah, better or worse, whatever you think, it doesn't matter. But it is kind of its own thing. But eleven years, uh, a few days ago, I think uh, Sunday or Monday was the eleven year anniversary of that deal. Uh, we talk about it all the time this time of the year on the podcast. I was at work and I text Brock and my dad right away. I'm like, this is insane. Like, I thought it was great news because of what they had done at that point with Iron Man mostly, and then uh, all the Avengers stuff leading up to it. So I was very excited. I, okay, what did you make of that? And then I'll get into my real question. Of the, the Disney announcement back then? Yeah. I was, I was just floored. You I, were in I, preschool. I was in preschool. I was learning how to spell the color blue uh, when the teacher told us to make a circle and she clapped her hands and then she told us the good news. Uh, but I was actually playing Assassin's Creed 3 because it had just come out. And that was my obsession at the time was Assassin's Creed because it actually had a serialized story, James. And they were brave enough to do that in a video game and nobody has been brave enough to do that before or since. But I was so excited to get to the end of a big point in that story. And as I was playing it, I got a text from Robin Williams, not the actor, a different Robin Williams, who tells me in, in a very frenzied text, I could tell his fingers were just firing uh, Disney bought Star Wars and they're going to make episodes seven, eight, and nine plus spinoffs. And I had to do a double take and pause my game and say, this is, this is not real, right? This can't be real. Is this a joke? And then it turns out it was in fact real. And uh, before I knew it, they had already announced some JJ Abrams stuff. And yeah, I still don't know how to spell blue, Heidi. There's an R in it somewhere. <laughs> I'm getting there. The JJ stuff came pretty quickly, actually. Yeah. Well, first there was like a list of names of directors uh, that came, but I, yeah, I was more optimistic because of like the MCU stuff, but the idea that we were going to get more Star Wars also it was mm -hmm. like, okay, finally, because it was kind of dead again. Like, it was, I mean, we had Clone Wars, but it was dead. Like, it was in the 90s. Uh, so it was exciting to hear that. But now we've got 11 years of the Disney era Star Wars happening, where it's, which started kind of slow actually like i mean and i think in a, in a pretty good way i mean it was it wasn't slow but it was slow it took uh four years to get to the force awakens and then we went boom 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 with movies and i was going to get a clip but i didn't have time to snag it i think it's it's of 
the the very first episode we ever posted on YouTube. I, I wish I played this clip right now because I I I say in this podcast, Andrew, I'm like, who knows how Rogue One's gonna do? It might flop, but Solo's coming and Solo's gonna do huge. I, that's paraphrasing, but I basically predicted the future. You couldn't be more right about what I said. I I knew from the get go, obviously. But like, but it's funny when you go back and you listen to those things and you watch those things, how like our perception of Star Wars was so very different. We're a lot more optimistic, I think. We hadn't gone through the 900, the DC style films that have been announced, but never really thought of, you know, the coming and going. And now I think we're so disenchanted with Star Wars announcements that, you know, at Celebration, the one that just happened, I, I you were over for day one of that. And I just remember kind of being like, I'm not excited for these announcements because I don't believe them. And that's, a, I think that is the biggest problem for me with Star Wars at the moment is I don't trust it. To, I just don't trust it. Unless it's Favreau Filoni are involved. Cause they seem to like, whether you like what they're doing or not, they, it gets done. But everybody mm. else is like, it's just, everything else seems to just fall off. Yeah. And we've had 300 episodes to kind of roll down that hill. And I agree that we are we are disenchanted with Star Wars announcements, but thankfully, what I love so much about RebelsCon podcast is we never get disenchanted with Star Wars. Uh, we mm. still our eyes still light up with glee when we hear the Millennium Falcon or a Tie Fighter, or when we see somebody go or say I have a bad feeling about this. Right? Uh, there's there's always going to be that love here, and you know you look back at seven years ago the amount of Star Wars podcasts out there were not huge, right? When you threw this idea out at me, I was like, ooh, that sounds like an interesting thing. I'm a podcast guy and I don't know any Star Wars podcasts. So yeah, why not be part of one? And now they're everywhere, right? There's as many Star Wars podcasts as there are grains of sand on Tatooine at this point. But the world of fandom has changed since the inception of Rebel Scum Podcast to now, and people have come in and become new fans who weren't before. A lot of old fans have said Star Wars is dead and they hate it now. They hate what Disney did and they dropped off and they started whole new podcasts of how much they hate it. Uh, and it's just become this farcical place to be. That's exactly the right amount, Scarif Scuttlebutt. That is exactly the right amount of podcasts that there are about Star Wars. I feel like every time I log on to Twitter, there's a new one in my <laughs> recommendations. Yeah. But I love that we we came this far, we rode that wave, and we're still at a point, at least I'm still at a point, where I will be excited to see a new Star Wars thing or read a new Star Wars thing. Uh, but until it's in my hands or on a screen, yeah, the announcements aren't cutting it anymore because we have we crossed that bridge and I think it's been burned for us by all the, the false starts. But um, I, you mentioned the, the whole thing about Rogue One and Solo. Wouldn't it be great to like, we should find like an intern and <laughs> get them to go back through all of our episodes and find like the top 20 funniest times we were wrong and make like a playlist. <laughs> We've got some good ones. That was surprising because it was, I think it's a, it's a Halloween episode. It's a, I'm pretty sure it's the first podcast that we ever put up. So I think it's like number, I guess it'd be number 10 or 11, somewhere around there. And it's our logo with like some jack-o'-lanterns on it. I was very clever back then with thumbnails. As a <laughs> today, today's proofs. But like, but 
it's just funny hearing that you're like, well, Solo is going to make a lot of money because it's Han Solo, <laughs> obviously. And uh, couldn't be more wrong. But I want to bring this up right here uh, from Scuttlebutt. Uh, and re in retrospect, I really would have liked if George Lucas finished the sequels on his own before selling. And this is something that Brock and I kind of touch on once in a while. I think you and I have kind of talked about. And I, I'm of two minds of this. One, uh, I, I'm not going to take away from the, the sequels. I don't, I don't want to, but I kind of agree in a lot of ways because George, it's George Lucas' story. How is he going to end it? And you see the interviews with him talking about what he was going to do. And I'm like, I really want to see it. Cause I think he's like the prequels hit or miss, whatever it was for you. They had a great overarching story. I thought mm -hmm. like, that's the whole thing. I think he would have been better at that than the sequels, mostly because they, nobody decided to think past their own movie. But, but I feel like there would have been the same amount of hate driven towards it uh, because people hate, like people, and I'm sure Scare Scuttlebutt remembers, people hated the prequels. Like they hated those. I remember going to the movies, The Phantom Menace, I loved them. I remember leaving and people were like, it was so bad. I'm like, did I watch the same movie as you? And Attack of the Clones, we, we, you, you obviously love that movie. For me, the first time I saw it, I was a little bit underwhelmed, but that's mostly because I ruined it by going online. And then the second, I'm like, this is a great movie. Why do people not like this movie? Revenge of the Sith. I've, I'm, that one That one is one now, more than the other two, where the, the generation that were kids then are kind of, when we do our ranking Star Wars, that's the one that they're propelling now up higher. I think it was like number three or four last year. Like that's going higher and higher on the list. And I know you hate it with a passion, but <laughs> but like it, but it keeps going up. And I think it's because the, the generation that grew up with it, that's their Empire Strikes Back, right? That's the one where the hero goes to the dark side. And it's fun to see that. Look, at the end of the day, the number of Pepsi cans with Watto on them. Oh, I brought that one. to the theater. <laughs> the number of Pepsi cans with Constable Zuvio on them, zero. Prequels are always going to have that advantage. <laughs> you know, that's one thing the sequels did great was was, was pushing Constable Zuvio. <laughs> he isn't even in the movie. He like of all the characters, they need to. He was in the the first Darth Maul comic. Not mm -hmm. him, but like his species, and they all—I mm -hmm. guess they all look like that. So that's who they need to push into the the Mandoverse. If there is a true glup shitto, it's him at this point. Yeah, he's he's the real one. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the prequel hatred, man. I I didn't understand it either. And to me, the nostalgia for the—even though I was obviously much younger when I saw the originals—the nostalgia for the prequels is always going to hit the hardest for me. And yeah. any Star Wars story we get in any medium that is set in that prequel era, I'm just like this. I'm just like, yep, mm-hmm. Uh, Heidi says, Star Wars was at its best when Lucas isn't surrounded by yes men. In fact, A New Hope was a disaster until Lucas's wife edited. Yeah, uh, Lucas uh, needed people to step in and help him out. And sometimes he had them and sometimes he didn't. Um, but I'm, I'm never going to stop loving the prequels the same way I'm never going to stop loving Star Wars. And we have gotten to a point, thankfully, where a lot of people can feel comfortable acknowledging that they liked them, which maybe was hard to do in the past because it was so overwhelmingly negative and uh, you could kind of get your throat jumped down. And I hope one day the sequels become the same. You know, I hope one day people be like, yo, I straight up love this part of Rise of Skywalker. And everybody can be like, right on. Right? So we'll get there. 
We'll get by episode six hundred. We will be there. I always think of George of Ahmed Best saying, "Had George Lucas said, the kids are going in twenty years, the kids are going to love you, and twenty years later, the kids love him, and not only do they love him, they brought him into the Mando to save Grogu, not Jar Jar, obviously, but Ahmed Best. Like they brought him in, and then he got such yeah. a huge, warm reception." for that and even Hayden Christensen I remember when we went to celebration six years six six years ago we went in Orlando they did the the anniversary and Hayden Christensen came on the screen and everybody was cheering him on mm-hmm. and I saw a tweet and be like yeah everybody hates him why are they suddenly cheering him I'm like because it's different now like people first of all you don't boo somebody when you're there celebrating <laughs> the franchise that they're a part of that's just dumb but it's been 20 whatever years it was at that point people have grown to love him and the kids now are older and they appreciate him for for what he brought to the role and that's their luke skywalker like that's exactly. their hero right there like that's who yeah that's who they grew up with and every time i see a little girl dressed up as ray i'm like that's what's important that's we don't we don't matter that's that's what matters right now and that girl is going to grow up with love for star wars and She's going to show it to the next generation and she's going to be like, I got to tell you about this great hero named Ray, who was part of my upbringing. And in regards to George's sequels, I mean, I'm always going to be the guy, like I will toot this horn till the day I die, where if there's a heaven, it's a place where we can watch all of these what if movies, right? We can watch Colin Trevorrow's Duel of the Fates. We can watch George's sequels. We can watch James Cameron's Spider-Man and just see what they would have looked like. We can watch Superman Flyby or whatever that one was where Nicolas Cage had long hair. I'm terrified of of Colin Trevorrow's uh, Duel of the Fates episode. Terrified. Do you know it's why? It's standing right behind you. I've because I've seen his Jurassic Park movies and I am absolutely horrified of what's to come. It would make less sense. But I'll, I'll say something about the, the Rise of Skywalker and kids growing up with it is when it when COVID first hit, before it was like a big thing. Uh, well, it was a big thing, but before like it blew up, it wasn't like it was. It, we had our nieces and nephew over that week, just randomly they happened to be over, and I pre-ordered the Rise of Skywalker on iTunes, and they released it. I think it was like five days early or something because of COVID. They're like, hey, let's just release this. If you bought it, instead of getting it on Tuesday, you get it on the Friday or Thursday or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, we got it. We should watch this with, with the kids. They hadn't seen it yet. And they were, I think two of them were under 10. So we're watching it. And they 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 like Star Wars. They're not obsessed. But when Ray Palpatine happened, the two youngest ones, their jaws dropped. And they were like, what? Like they were, their minds were blown. And somebody commented on it, and I posted it on Instagram, and somebody commented like, oh, how could you ruin them? Like, I was like, they're kids, first of all. This is for them. This is their moment. Like, for me, like for me, the cheesy moment the, was Luke and Leia being brother and sister, obviously. Like, that was never supposed to happen. That wasn't the plan, but it happens. You're like, what? And this was like a big moment for them. And, and, and so I think in 20 years, and when they're older, they might look back on these movies, maybe not them because they're not obsessed, but people who grow up more obsessed with it will look back and love the, the sequels, the way the prequels were loved. And I don't think you'll ever hit how the original trilogy is loved. That's a different thing because that was its own thing, but the second and third generations, it might happen. No, that's a very good parallel. Cause we look back at Jedi and we love it. And we're like, yeah, it was kind of stupid for them to throw that twin thing in last minute, but it is what it is. Um, but your niece and nephew, um, 
what was their like how much palpatine knowledge did they have i'm curious because they're young like what did they as soon as they uh, heard that name were they like oh! yeah oh they knew right away their jaws dropped i think there's a picture on on the rebel scum instagram where their jaws have dropped because they're like <laughs> like my nephew's like pointing and then the next day i always bring this up the next day they grabbed sticks outside and they started like playing lightsabers with it and it i was love like, it i'm like you know you can hate the movie all you want but that's you know that's the point of it i guess uh, Brock may or may not be here. I'm going to ask him to give a thumbs up when he is ready to go, and then I'll bring him in. Oh, he gave a thumbs up. He gave a thumbs up. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time since our 299th episode, the king of the castle, Brock, is here. Hello. Hello there. Ah! <laughs> I should have got a crowd goes wild noise. Oh, the crowd goes wild. All right, let's start. What's up, everybody? Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm Brock. This is James. Andrew! Whoa. Whoa. I'm James. Brock, Brock, we were just talking about how great Star Wars is and how the sequels (laughs) might be looked upon uh, a lot more pleasantly in in the years to come. And Andrew was saying that he actually has never liked Star Wars less than he did now. (laughs) Yeah, it's the worst thing in the world. Okay, let's do the show for real now. Get, get out here. You're gone, Andrew. Let's do the podcast for real. <laughs> Episode 300. <laughs> wow. Why are, you, why are you laughing? Let's do the podcast. Here we go. Brock, did you see the South Park episode that aired this week? Last no, week? Me I'm neither. So I'm like but, not on South Park at all. <laughs> me neither, but apparently they took shots at... Andrew's commenting from our <laughs> Andrew's like Andrew's taking over and my wife is none too happy my wife nobody likes Fantasia uh to be canon okay he's not canon he won't be here uh I didn't see it either but I heard I heard what happened and <laughs> Andrew switched back to his personal <laughs> but I heard what happened apparently uh they took shots at the people who like hate um Kathleen Kennedy, and then they took shots apparently of Kathleen Kennedy, and that's all we'll talk about. But how do you like what I asked Andrew at the beginning though was it's been 11 years now of Disney's Star Wars, and, and the last like couple of years it's really exploded, I thought, with everything. Yeah, so like, how do you how have like what would you make of the 11 years of it so far? Fantastic, like it's just like it's, I mean, we've talked about it before, we like forget the fact that like. Uh, George Lucas really wasn't making a ton of stuff to begin with, you know? So it's like, I I mean, yeah, maybe you could say, I don't really like this. I don't really like that. But like, there's a lot of Star Wars stuff. And it's like, we could say, oh, I didn't really care for Ahsoka. But yeah, but like most people really like Mandalorian. So it's just like, you yeah. can't really take one with the without the other. I don't know. It's just like, I think it's what's the best... Like, Dizzy Dazzy, back me up on this. Like, Galaxy's Edge is probably one of the best park sections they've made in Disney in a long time. So it's like, that's all that all exists because Disney bought Star Wars. And, you know, there's a, like a myriad of other... Like, Star Wars comics are, like, really good. <laughs> like, really good. So, yeah. I don't know. And so, like, that's the thing. It's expanded beyond... The, into yeah. comics and they come you know for i think a lot of people are mad about legends but 
I still am like okay with with I'm so okay with them making legends because you have to create your own thing and you can't be bogged down by what happened yeah. when people just randomly were allowed to tell stories. Yeah. And Star Cruiser was even better. And now she's crying. Speaking of crying, let's bring Andrew back. <laughs> <laughs> we did, Brock. Just so you know, we did talk about that before we came on. Oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was it was planned. <laughs> oh, and Brock, I've been waiting a long time to tell you about this, but I. Finally, for the first time in my life, started watching Boy Meets World. <laughs> <laughs> for the first time in forever. <laughs> oh wow! What do you? What what season are you on? I'm uh, near the beginning of season three, where Sean just oh. bought a pet pig. <laughs> what? Oh man, and it's gonna get it's gonna get good. It's gonna get real good. Is uh is the sister? young still or slightly older or different actor uh last time i saw her she was still little yeah because there's like a whole joke where they get rid of that actor yeah. or whatever reason it's oh, like no. you'll you'll see it coming it's a totally different actors <laughs> yeah, it changes uh, yeah. we have this coming here uh how much better would have been if the parks included legacy star wars locations instead of the new stuff apparently it was supposed to be original trilogy stuff and then uh bobbert Iger saw the dailies for the force awakens and he decided to make it uh, all sequel trilogy stuff i haven't been so i can't comment but brock you've been there uh desi's been there heidi's been there anybody that's been there weigh in on this one i think it's the best move to create a whole new planet that it exists on like batu gets mentioned a lot in a lot of different things uh, other con uh, under medium and it's like, Lord knows, Star Wars fans are are so belligerent on facts and all that. So it's like, we have a planet that's like, we can do whatever we want with it. And then because they have the money, they, they flesh it out in comics and books and what have you. But then they're like, oh, and here comes, you know, Ray just walked by. But it's because she's visiting the spaceport or Kylo Ren is looking for rebels somewhere in the same space for you know like that's it makes more sense to me and then like because it's like if you make i don't know say it was moss Eisley, it'd be like if you didn't get it down to the t people would be losing their minds but it's like you forget about that part i would argue that like if they did it anyways and you were walking around it'd be like wow this is very very cool but like yeah making it batu like black spire like it's just like perfect my, from an outside perspective, and you guys can all weigh in on what I'm saying here and call me an idiot if you want, but my feeling is making it canon in a timeline is kind of weird because then they're handcuffed to like everything because mm -hmm. they're like, oh, and now Ahsoka's there and Mando's there. It's like, yeah, that's how it kind of should be. Yeah. I don't think you need to buy, like, just be like, it's only between The Force Awakens and Last Jedi or Last Jedi mm -hmm. and right, whatever it is. Like that, I always thought that was a strange choice, and they, I think they're kind of veering away from that. But for me, that's the only thing I've thought. I think it's great that it is a new, a new planet for sure. I think it would be smart to like work in something that has to do with any of the shows or movies. So it's like you can go and maybe the first three or four times you've gone, like which is probably not everyone's experience, but like say I've been to Disney World in the last five, six years, like three times, right? And only one time did I go to Galaxy's Edge. So I could have gone to Galaxy's Edge three times. 
perhaps by the third time, I'm like, uh, maybe I didn't have a great time. It's like, cause you, that first time you go after that, it's like, it's like, it's like drugs. We're just chasing that high every time. So it's like, I would say, I would say the best marketing move on galaxy's edge is to have it work with whatever new show, whatever new thing, like, yeah, like just like as you walk in, it's like, oh, by the way, this is today's event follows that of the storyline of, you know, A New Hope or Mandalorian season three. That'd be kind of cool. Like some people would be like, I don't care. But for the people that are like really immersed in it, they're like, oh, very cool. Like, I think Dizzy Desi can back me up on this. She's like, if she were to go and be like, this is original trilogy day or this is sequel day. Your costume immediately changes because maybe you're a different character, or maybe you're a different faction. Like, and yeah, there we go, Disney Desi. It's like it's just like it's it's amazing. Like, I don't like rides, but the ride, the two rides in this park are out of this world, like out of this world. So like that alone, you're you're gonna be happy no matter what. And then like just walking around, it's cool. Like it's I don't know. I'm also very biased towards Disney World. I'm like, I'm in, baby. <laughs> Andrew, do you ever plan on going to uh, Galaxy's Edge? I don't. I'm not a park guy, really. I'm not. I, I don't really love the idea of going to the theme park, really. I'm sorry, Disney Disney. Uh, you make it sound like a lot of fun whenever you talk about it, but it's, I don't know, something about it doesn't jive with me. But I'll mm. tell you one thing. If they made a park where you could just go stand in like a full size recreation of the Senate and you can call a vote of no confidence on somebody, I am there. Vote now. Like just retrofit the Star Cruiser. Like it's, I'm sure it's the building that it's in is still there. Like just yeah. don't make it a hotel, just make it an experience. Like do you walk through? I guess. I guess it wouldn't still be the same because then you're allowing the the general public to get in. So it's like line upon line upon line oh no i've been canceled oh this is how it ends <laughs> i like that Heidi's like i still have my six dollar coke bottle i'm i wish better really six dollars <laughs> yeah that's another reason why i don't go is <laughs> i will come back homeless everybody's got the coke bottle apparently i got an apron i got an apron that's what i was given from galaxy's edge an apron i'm okay with that I plan on going. I I went to where did I go? Oh, Hollywood is a Hollywood Studios. Is that yeah, the one? Hollywood Studios? Yeah, they they did a um a parade. We were we were doing so. Aaron and I were doing something. It was early in the morning, and all of a sudden, Star Wars music starts playing, and I don't notice it at all. But Aaron's like, "Jesus, Star Wars!" And she grabs me, and we went, and they had the the first order fucking yeah. down, and Phasma kept pulling people out of the crowd to talk to them, and that was really cool. They kind of, they do Star Wars from what I saw without going to Galaxy's Edge, which wasn't open when I was there last, uh, four or five years ago. They do they, they do Star Wars well at Disney. Disney gets it. Uh, and George Lucas, there's a quote in the Walt Disney Museum in San Francisco where George Lucas says Star Wars should be a Disney movie. Paraphrasing, but he says that it's on the wall in a quote and it says, uh, George Lucas says, it should be a Disney movie or whatever, something to that effect. And it's like, yeah, I guess maybe you're right. And now it is, and everybody hates it. So that's how it worked. Hey, We Were Wizards should be a Disney movie. <laughs> Apparently Life Day. Life Day is on the 17th. We're in November. Oh. I'm, I'm literally like reading this, this uh, message. 
this uh, comment from uh, Disney Disney saying, I'm going next week for Life Day. There's a rumor Chewie will be in his red robe. And I'm thinking, Life Day already? We're like three months away. We're in it. We're go- yeah. we're I should be wearing a Santa hat right now. Follow la la la. Let's do this. Life day is coming. <laughs> Starbucks up. has their Christmas cup, yeah. so it's over, baby. <laughs> well, I think like August like 20th, they're like pumpkin spice everywhere. And I'm like, I don't know. And I think Man, I saw it? on Instagram that like this M- Mickey, whatever the Halloween thing's called, not so spooky, whatever, is down <laughs> and the Christmas stuff is up, which is cool. If you don't want to like be there at Christmas, you can at least experience Christmas. Now, <laughs> I'll tell you in the future, I 100% am interested in going to Galaxy's Edge for life. Oh, yeah. That's like, that sounds like it would be a lot of fun. I don't know what it is. Desi got to let us uh, know what's going on there. But it sounds like that would be a good time. Chewie running around in, the, in his red robes. I wonder if they just have like random, like off the wall, weird acid trip stuff happening while you're there. Like the, the special. <laughs> the dancing. Andrew, would you go for that? For the Life Day thing? Only if I can see Chewie's grandpa sitting in his chair watching (laughs) VR porn. (laughs) (laughs) Stir, stir, whip, stir, whip, whip. (laughs) Uh, Rest in power, B. Arthur. Brock, I'm glad you made it for the 300th episode. It was a lot of fun. Bye. I don't disappear anymore. This (laughs) is Rebel Scum. That was what I, I was pitching. It was like 300. Yeah, that's right. Boom. We did it. Should we all we have like a filter it. to make us look like Leonidas? Can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> this is scum. I was saying, Brock, to, to Andrew before he came on about, I watched uh, our first one that we posted on YouTube. Not the the not the not one with video, before video. Mm-hmm. And in it, I, I kind of just clicked on it. Like randomly, I picked a spot. And it was me saying how Rogue One might fail, but Solo, <laughs> but Solo will be there to pick it up because <laughs> Solo's gonna be huge. That's one one thing that like I wish we had done was like archive certain sections yeah. of our episodes and be like, or just like, what did we think would be <laughs> the next thing, or what? How did we think the last movie would end? Or yeah, I definitely thought Solo was gonna make it. Ton of money and Rogue One might be okay. <laughs> this was also two months before Rogue One came out, right? So it was like yeah, yeah. the hype was there. I just, such so I was laughing at it. I thought it, I thought it was pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty funny to bring up. Do you guys want to go to the odds? Let's do it yeah. for the odds. For the odds, we are going to invite Patreon members to join. The link is wow. on Patreon now to join us. Uh, so there's that. Uh, but before we do that, we got to play this right here. Successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Oh, we did it. We you got to have that frame of quill and mango yeah. for no reason. Patreon.com slash podcast. You pay us money. We put in random frames. If you like what we do and you want to support us and you want 300 more episodes, why don't you go to Rebel Scum Podcast slash patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast and be one of the wonderful few that think we're great and constantly listen to us babble about space. 
And those and we are people. already taking suggestions for what to include <laughs> in episode 512. Yeah. 512. <laughs> those wonderful people that tell us what to do are Heidi Fender, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Er De- Jeff, wait, Dale Erdman. I don't know where I got Jeff from. There's not even right oh, after, Jeff yeah. is the next one. Jeff Wilson. Wow, that's like beautiful mind stuff right there. <laughs> Phil Staniforth, Rez Scott D, Josh Price. Matt W. Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl Zero Two. Gleek Play One Dinner. There's Disney, Desi, Charlotte, and Ron Presat. Whoa. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. I might be. I might not be. Uh, let's go. Okay, our first odd. Uh, we're gonna go to a video clip. Video let's clip. Do it. Uh, first odd. How do I do this? Going here, here, here we go. Um, hey, this is Pete Hi. Fletcher from Around the Galaxy. <laughs> congratulating my friends at Rebel Scum for their 300th episode, 300 episodes. And listen, it is not easy to do that in Canada. They have to record the episode. <laughs> they have to put it on a, a little cylinder that they then put on Mooseback and bring it down to the Canadian Post. And then from there, they are able to put it up on the internet for the rest of the world to listen to. And that is a commitment to Star Wars fandom that I don't think enough people recognize. But uh, in all seriousness, thank you so much for having me be on your show a handful of times, most specifically as sort of your regular Thanksgiving guest. And that is an honor and a pleasure. It's now part of my Thanksgiving tradition to be part of your Thanksgiving tradition. And hey, congratulations to your Leafs, who at this moment happen to be a little bit better than the Flyers. But you know what? Neither team is going to make the playoffs. I know it's a Star Wars podcast and sports may be off limits. But listen, may the force be with you. And here's at least 300 more episodes. At least. He knows about the cylinders. Get (laughs) him. And the moose, apparently. And we got Desi here joining us. Hey, Desi, Desi. Hey. So Pete will be on the Thanksgiving show this year. Uh, nice. Yeah, so 100%. Here we go. Our first odd. Andrew Fantasia will be canon by episode 600. <laughs> will Andrew be canon by episode 600? I'll go first. Zero I'll accept point... nothing less than 4%. Thank you. <laughs> 0.01% from me. Desi? Um, I'm going to go... 3.5 percent oh Ooh, wow never tell me the odds <laughs> brock um i'm gonna go 100 percent oh but here's my here's my caveat podcast gets canceled at episode 599 <laughs> okay so and uh, andrew i'm gonna go 17 <laughs> it's so good it's so of good. all of us here <laughs> I'm the only one who's actually canon. Yeah, oh, it's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Are they going to put you in a novel? Is uh, there... Claudia Gray writing your character in? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Andrew, right what's, now. what's your canon odd, Andrew? I'm going to go 17% because I'm going to get me some fancy new headshots and I'm going to get cast in a Star Wars in the background somewhere as some yak phase guy and get a toy and then you'll see who's canon. If we get a if we can get a toy made of you, we'll make we'll make you canon for sure. I'm down for that. <laughs> and then AI right. will steal my face. All right, next on. <laughs> hey, Rebel Scum Podcast. It's Lauren from the oh, yeah. Podcast. I got a question for you guys. 
What are the odds of more Clone Wars references in future Star Wars projects? I want to know. What do you got? Let me know your odds. Ooh, Brock? Is Filoni directing or writing it or on set? It's, I mean, <laughs> it's up to you, sure. I'm going to say... 65%. I'm pretty optimistic. I think people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put all the things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Desi? Um, I'm going to go with 100% because <laughs> this is definitely happening. It's absolutely mm. going to have some kind of tie-in with the new movie that's coming out that's supposed to combine all of the Mandoverse. Yeah. Oh! We're getting so small. <laughs> Boom! Hi, hi. Hi. I'm going to go 90.1, Andrew. I'm going to go 100 because Tamara Morrison needs work. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi, did you hear the odd? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> the odds of more Clone Wars references in live action. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Nice. We're all Hondo percent on this one for our three Hondo episode. Heidi, what's your cat's name? Chance. Hi, hey. Chance. A chance. chance. Who's your favorite Watto? <laughs> <laughs> the one on the Pepsi can. <laughs> uh, we don't like Pepsi. Uh, yeah, but it's Star Wars. All right, and our final odd. Here we go. I don't even know if we're going to be on screen for this because we're so tiny now. And on Rebel Scum Podcast, <laughs> it is your friend. Ardo Cal here. I am in the Sports Center studio in Bristol, Connecticut, here at ESPN, and I have a very important question. Before that, I want to congratulate you on 300 episodes. That is marvelous. 300 quality episodes talking Star Wars, the thing we all love deep in our hearts. I have a question for you. And no, James, it doesn't have to do with it's a corner. That's a reference you'll have to explain on a future podcast. But here's my question. So we just watched the Ahsoka series and we saw a character early on in that series called Maroc. And that got the theories going, right? The tinfoil hat theories on who Maroc might actually be, possibly. And one of those theories, which was a very good theory was the idea that Maroc could have actually been Merrick with a Galen as the first name. What if it was Starkiller? The other apprentice of Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. Now, that didn't happen, but Sam Witt were certainly involved in the Star Wars universe, and Star Wars fans love Sam Witwer, and Sam Witwer loves Star Wars. So my question to you on your landmark historic milestone 300th episode is, is there a possibility? Could we perhaps one day see Starkiller in the Mandoverse? Could it be Apprentice versus Apprentice with Ahsoka? Or do we just see Starkiller in some way, shape, or form in a future Star Wars series in the Mandoverse? Let the world know. And once again, congratulations on 300 episodes. You guys are great. It's a corner! <laughs> what a flex. Like, I'm just in the ESPN studio. Uh, oh, yeah. And his own Arnold. Um, <laughs>
Have you seen the place I work? <laughs> Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Oh. <laughs> anyway, he has. A- he actually has a Star Wars podcast as well, which yeah, I believe is called Never Tell Me the Odds. So check that. <laughs> I know. So randomly, uh, we got Sooner Thrawn in the chat saying forty-five percent, and I'm going to start with Andrew Fantasia because I, no one knows this. Not everyone's aware of this, but uh, Star Killer is Andrew's favorite character in Star Wars. And I can't wait to hear what he has to say because he is a huge, huge Star Killer fan. Huge Star Killer fan. There's not enough skin on my body for the amount of Star Killer tattoos I have planned. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, I you hope the answer is zero. <laughs> Star Killer is one of the few pillars of Star Wars that if it crumbled, I would be okay with. <laughs> So, yeah, zero is my answer. You're going zero. Uh, Brock. Uh, The character was always cool, and it would be, like, nice to see, like, a reference to it. But, like, I don't know. Like, that's, like, asking. It's just sort of, like, the fans that want Starkiller in it. Well, I feel like that group of people will be like, it has to be right. It has to be right. And it's just, like. Does it though? And wouldn't it kind of take you out of it? That it's like he like he. I feel like it would be he'd be in this, the one of the episodes of the movies, and he kind of like winked to the screen and like <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And then like my parents are like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, I'm gonna go. Is this the last odd? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go full Brock on this because that's the thing we do here. So fifty fifty. <laughs> Heidi, what about you? Um, I don't know. Uh, I could see them doing it. I, I guess I'm going to cop out and go full Brock too, because yeah. I didn't really play the games to be honest with yeah. you. So I, I don't know. Um, maybe more, maybe I'll go more like 49.999% Perfect. <laughs> uh, Desi, what about you? Um, are we talking like this could be anything like he could just be mentioned casually without yeah. actually showing up or are we saying like he's going to show up and have a real role? It could be anything. We'll go anything. Cause I really want you to have a high art to piss Andrew off. Okay. <laughs> if it can be literally anything, then I'm going to execute order 66%. Oh, We've never had that one before. That's a good one. Nice. That's because that's canon. canon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the canon people know where it's at. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full Brock as well on this one, and I'm gonna because I don't think you do it just to do it. I think there has to be a reason. But Filoni's always done the thing where if there's a character to use that exists in, in Legends, use that character. The only thing is, to Andrew's point of hating him so much, is he is very powerful. So it might be a little too much to use a character like that in in your canonical storytelling. You have to tone them down probably a little bit, but yeah, whatever. Sam Whitworth, where are you at? Bring it. I feel like... Sorry, go ahead. I I was just going to say, it's like I feel like it would be like the Quinlan Voss reference in Obi-Wan where you're like, oh, but like it doesn't... If you're not going to chase it, then what's the point? Sorry, go ahead, Andrew. Yeah. No. You know what they can do? Put them on the screen, give them a big scene, and invite all the people from Twitter who called Ray and Mary Sue. And when Starkiller does his thing, just turn to all those people and go, 
and <laughs> I think you could pull whatever you could pull it all off. Those are our odds. Let us know what your odds are in the comments to the side. Uh, before we get Brock, do you have news today? No, we do. Uh, Columbia has a new Star Wars line that makes coats that look like your X Wing pilots. They're really cool, they're also very expensive, but like. I don't know. Those are cool. And then I think they didn't. They, did you guys talk about apparently they're going to start shooting New Jedi Order in 2024? Is that just BS? Which is so that's the, the Ray movie. movie. Yeah. It's, well, let's talk. We about, I was going to say let's talk about this Ray movie a little bit because I know yeah. where some people stand on it. For me, look, the, <laughs> yeah, the rumor is they're going to shoot in 2024, but there was a writer yeah. strike and now an actor strike, so who knows yeah. how they like who knows how far along they were. And Andrew and I were talking about it at the beginning where we kind of don't trust any of the we've talked about this in the past. We don't trust no. what they've announced necessarily. I do believe that they're planning this movie. I hope there's a plan for it though. And I know Desi really doesn't. <laughs> it's right now biting a tongue because how do you have the Ray <laughs> movie without without Kylo Ren? Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Me or Heidi? Yeah, yeah, you. Um, I, I have zero interest in a Ray movie without Ben in it as well. If you know, if we find out that like one of these people that she's the master of, like one of her apprentices, is actually her child that she and Ben created in the Force, then maybe I'd be interested. But otherwise, eh. If she just plays a tiny part in it, then fine. I just hope she never calls herself Grace Skywalker again. <laughs> the whole movie is like, hey, Ray Skywalker, come I here. Want, yes, I don't want Skywalker. anyone calling her Master Skywalker, please. <laughs> what, what, like, if it, what if she calls herself Ray Sol- Solo? Then I would be 100% in. <laughs> I think you're going to get a lot of uh, Master Skywalker. and like It sounds cool. like that's... I, I mean, I haven't seen the script. I don't think there is one. But I don't know. Heidi, how do you feel about this Ray movie? Are you into it? Uh, I'm into anything new. I also, But I also heard a rumor about a Ben Solo movie. So I don't know what that's about. Well, there someone interviewed um, Adam Driver, I believe, or something about it. There was a rumor that he was coming back. I can't remember what it was, though. That was mm. a little... I mean, there's so many strikes now that everything kind of stopped. But I heard... He said he was like hinting at something i don't know if you guys heard anything like that but i we think never with saw Star- ghost we, ne- we didn't see this ghost <laughs> show me the body where's the body <laughs> but, but like with star wars right now i think i think with lucasfilm's approach to it is every anything is possible everything's on the table is what we've heard in the past and i think that's uh probably the case now and if somebody showed up and they had a ben solo a movie that they believe would work, I think we would get it. Andrew, are you looking forward to the Ray movie? Well, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm I'm not holding my breath because as far as I'm concerned, I don't even know if we're getting skeleton crew yet. Like I'm just <laughs> I'm taking it one step at a time because they've you know they've made it the kind of place where you have to take it one step at a time. You can't look ahead anymore. Um but of course I want to see Rey again. Of course I want to see what the new Jedi Order looks like. Of course I want to see her running around having adventures with her yellow lightsaber so that we can, you know, actually have a yellow lightsaber on screen for more than a few seconds. And I mean, the thought of her maintaining a friendship with Ghost Ben all throughout sounds really fun to me. Uh, it could be like the classic Bill Cosby film Ghost Dad, but just 
more Star Wars. Oh yeah, that's right. We, we don't, don't talk, talk about, about it. it. It could be like the classic uh, <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. No, I don't know what I'm talking Patrick about. Patrick Swayze. Anymore. Yeah, that Patrick one. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, they can Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> right, they can get into funny situations where she's like in a cave and she's like, I can't see, I can't see in the dark, and he's like, But I do because I'm a ghost. And then they <laughs> help each other out. Right. Bro. I would love that. Hey, if if Ray comes back, does that mean BB-8 comes back? Because then I'm all in. Mm-hmm. And Why? Finn and Poe, like bring them all, man. Why? BB-8 what? is Poe's droid. I don't. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Why he yeah. goes with her to yeah. tattooing? Yeah. You're absolutely correct. Like, you know, I'm all in on Poe Dameron. So, like, that... maybe the movie is like a, a custody hearing between her and Poe. Like, who gets BB-8? <laughs> yeah, it's Kramer versus awesome. Kramer. I was in this store that we have in Canada called Walmart. I was in the toy <laughs> section and they had this cool like Star Wars things I had never seen before. And it was the three like droids like uh, R2, uh, uh, BB-8 and, and Chopper. And you push down and they make, uh, they have like big heads and you push down and they make noise. And I'm like, they're like $25 each. I was like, I want all of these. <laughs> but I was like, I love droids. I love like they do that in every single thing Star Wars. I know this is totally deviates, but like if you I could get more BB eight, I'd be all in. So whoever, like, you know, Jer- uh, Constable Vesuvio and BB eight movie. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Constable Vesuvio shows up in the Ray movie. That's the one person yeah. that we need to show. You know what though? Like, cause in, in a new hope. If you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you can ever imagine. Blah 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 blah. But it kinda, does he really? Like, does he become more powerful? I mean, yeah, he helps, I guess, guide the Luke blow up the desk, maybe. But I don't think we've really seen the full potential of Force Ghosts yet. And I think bringing Kylo mm-hmm. back, and maybe he, or sorry, Ben Benjamin, bring back Benjamin. Maybe we could see it in that form. Like, maybe there's something more to the Force Ghosts than than just sitting on a log talking about from a certain point of view or something we'll see i know like um how i'm sorry um i know people had a bad taste in their mouth with um somehow palpatine return but i wouldn't mind like palps coming back as like a red force ghost oh yeah andrew that would be cool (laughs) palp a normal activity yes please That's yeah, a direction they that. could have taken the sequels for sure, too, though, was had had that going on. Uh, you know what? That sorry, Addy? I was just gonna say maybe like a battle between a bunch of red force ghosts and blue force ghosts. Yeah. I don't know. That... I'm dare to dream. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the whole the galaxy implode. That's the world between worlds, the real story of the world yeah. between the worlds. I had something on my mind about Palpatine. Oh, the Palpatine line. Somehow Palpatine returned. I still think that's the the most misunderstood line in the sequels because I don't think that was the explanation. Now that's what people perceived it as, but I don't think that was actually the explanation in the movie for how he the returned. explanation in the movie was the line good. from uh, the prequels. Yes, mm-hmm. which was you know the dark side of a force of the forces that pathway to many abilities. Some they call unnatural. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's oh, still, it's still, I don't it's see how that's not, better. I didn't say no. I'm not. I'm not saying oh. the expedition is good. I'm just saying the the line of somehow he returned. That's meant to be like a frustrated, like ah, oh, somehow this guy's yeah. back. 
and they, and people took it as that's how they explained it. No, they explained it with the prequel line that still doesn't work. I'm not I'm not debating that. It's the other line that. Uh, but it, uh, sooner Thrawn wants to know when we'll see a Bothan. I mean, Mandalorian is creeping up on that. Uh, or no, sorry, not Mandalorian. Um, some oh, I'm lost now. Some yeah, Andor is creeping up on some like Mon Mothma rebellion stuff. Yeah, so there's gonna be some Bothans in there, I think. Sith can't be ghosts. That's why they fight so hard to die. Yeah. And the beauty is, like, if they ever do Bothan, someone on the internet is going to be like, that's not what they look like. I'm like, we never see them. (laughs) I think. Somebody on the internet will complain about everything. Yeah. That is the... I mean, I don't know how you complain about the Rise of Skywalker. It's start to finish the most perfect movie (laughs) I've ever seen. It's like Toy Story 3, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. It's more like Rise of Skywalker, Toy Story Four. I think Rise oh. of Skywalker. I think what you got is like, as you got like the Last Jedi, New Hope, and then you have like you have like Empire Strikes Back and Toy Story Two, and then you have Rise of Skywalker and Toy Story Four right above all of it. I think that's. I've never seen Toy Story Four, so I'm... my my thing about Rise of Skywalker, I wasn't bored. I think what happened is somebody had a four-hour story and they crammed it into a two and a half-hour movie. No, it's yeah. an all-you-can-eat buffet. Yeah. Um, guys, guys, I have to take this phone call. Uh, just go yeah. on without me, okay? Hello. Is it right is it Kathleen? Up. Was she right. fired? No way. I, I point this way, right? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> guys, guys. Brock, yeah. we gotta check the board. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta draw like an X on the wall as like point at the X. It took 57 minutes and 27 seconds, but <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy has just been let go wow. from Lucasfilm for the second time this hour. That's Goodbye, the most shocking KK. thing. I, I did not see that coming at all. No one did. This phone call, like, it blew my mind. that the, It didn't have to ring. The phones didn't even have to ring. I just knew that the call was coming from inside the house. And Kathleen Kennedy... Uh, According to wegotthiscovered.com, <laughs> Kathleen is uh, spending her free time starting a Star Wars-centric podcast. So we can look forward to that. Rebel Dumb podcast. Laughs on us. Mike Zero predicted. Kathleen Kennedy is the Billy Martin of Lucasfilm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you said that before. Yeah. 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 It's kind of true. It it is actually kind of true. Sorry. I thought it was original thought in my head. No, no, no. No, No, it's still good. It's still good. I just want to find that everybody that complains about Kathleen Kennedy, I don't think understands what she does. I mean, I don't know if she's doing a good job or not, to be honest, but I don't think the people that are complaining knows exactly what she does. They just know that she's the face that they can they can throw in the mud. (laughs) I George Lucas could be running it and put out movies and they'd be just as harsh. So yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) They were. If if it's something they like, then it's not because of Kathleen Kennedy. It's because of Dave Filoni or whoever was directing it. If yeah. it's something they don't like, then it's, oh, it's not JJ's fault. It's Kathleen Kennedy's fault. Right, she, yeah. she forced JJ Abrams to do all the stuff in that movie. <laughs> she, forced she actually him. wrote it for him and then yeah. signed his she, name at the bottom. She, she, she built a, a giant flow chart that just said dyad at the top and she was like, mm, mm. So you're going to kill him in the first one, but then you're going to bring him back in the third one. And we're never going to understand why Harrison Ford is in this. Okay? Perfect. 
but you're gonna make it meaningful so we're we're all in it'll be like that didn't make any sense right (laughs) i don't i think well i I think that the problem with the rise of skywalker going with the last jedi was i really just think jj abrams and ryan johnson were like oil and water like they were just like they did not have the same view at all on what they were doing and jj abrams started it and then ryan johnson continued it and then jj was like well i'm gonna go and do what i want to do and then he i think he over course corrected like he went a little <laughs> too far i have he heard Tim this, i've heard this analogy before where there's two types of kids on the playground who like playing with their star wars toys JJ was the type of kid who liked reenacting the movies with his toys. And Ryan was the kind of kid who liked making up new stories. Mm, I like that. Absolutely. I was totally a Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true though. Like, yeah. Yeah, That's not bad. That makes sense. Yeah. But what are Favreau and Filoni? Are they just like, I think they also like making up their own stories. With existing stories. That they made up. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they also grabbed a G.I. Joe and they were like, you're a Mandalorian now. (laughs) That's how they they write that. Look, I don't know. For me, I think the Disney era has been a good one. There have been some stumbling blocks. But I mean, they pumped up way like so much material in eleven years, more than George Lucas did in in uh, Fort in twenty twenty thirty and thirty thirty, like more than he did in thirty, they did in eleven. So you're going to stumble and fall, and maybe you. It sounds like they're going a different direction now. We're going to focus on quality over quantity, but we haven't really been inundated with that much quantity uh, quantity either of stuff. There's been a lot, but compared to like MCU, there hasn't been anything basically i will say this jane foster looks an awful lot like padme amandala <laughs> right <laughs> you think so it's like you'll you'll come do that one move come back for that one or two movies you did but not the three movies that's like ma- oh wait yeah she's in all three movies so i was like kind of a big deal <laughs> they wrote Diet. your character out <laughs> Well, Gaia keep also you. looks a lot like Kira. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody works. It's just like they just go across the hall now. They're just like, yeah. oh, you got, I, I got, I got a Saturday open. What do you want to shoot? I think to Kira, bring up Kira though. I think they need to bring Kira back. She's a oh, like, yeah. Like, there's so yes, much you please. can do there, and you can separate Kira from Solo if you want to. Like, I think she's yeah. just. She can have her own adventures. The comics did a lot of great stuff with Kira. I don't know if you guys have read all the the Hidden Empire stuff and the Crimson Dawn stuff that they were doing. Mm. Wasn't there... Isn't it canon that Lando had a daughter? Do we know who the daughter's mom is? Could Kira be the daughter's mom? I actually actually had the theory that after Lando... I'm sorry, after um, Leia and... Bond broke up that she had a fling with Lando. And then... <laughs> I thought she was Leia's uh, Ray's mom. I mean, why not? <laughs> I thought I mean, she was Ray's mom too. I feel like every single being in Star Wars had a fling with Lando at one point or another. Like Even some of the married ones. Even droids. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Lando movie coming out is just Lando and Didn't all Holdo have a fling. Oh, probably. Yeah. I think there's like yeah, there's a comic where uh said Lando and Holdo were an item for a while. Amazing. I can That's see that. the movie we need. A rom com <laughs> with Lando and Holdo. It's a ninety minute rom com all on Naboo. I, love <laughs> I, I want a rom com with Pelimoto and the major domo. Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Those, so many. you know, you know how on Disney Plus the Simpsons do does those like little shorts with Maggie. Yeah. Like they have to do that with the random side characters, like like right there, Major Domo and uh, Pelimoto. That'd be fantastic. And, oh man, you I was gotta, re- yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was uh, I just for what for whatever reason I rewatched some of that Forces of Destiny Star Wars show they had on YouTube with all yeah. female yeah. characters. I'm like. This was good. Make more of something like this. That was Sorry, a great go on. show. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, in my head, Canon, there's a scene cut from um, A New Hope where uh, right before um, Luke and um, Obi-Wan sit with uh, Han, he's making out with Brunette. <laughs> and he shoots her away. In my head, Canon, that's Pelimoto. Yo, <laughs> I'm and so he's in. up with her to get discounts at the garage. <laughs> Wow, I, I will. I, I do think I like Star, Star Wars needs to have more fun with Star Wars. Like they need to allow those types of things to just happen. They just have fun with it for for, for views. They don't have yeah. to. I, they're too. If you don't be too tied down with canon, just tell me a fun story. Side like we talked about it last week, Brock, with like the Halloween special idea. Just take some characters and have them do something fun, yeah. and we'll be along for the ride. It doesn't have to connect to anything. We'll just we're going to watch it, and I think people would enjoy it. Maybe that's just me, but that's why I feel. I'd like for detours to be released. Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because they were like, they were afraid that they wanted Vader to be scary or something. So they didn't release it. Like, uh, just, I think, I think uh, society has, we're okay with having. Yeah, we, we understand. We can separate them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we could, we could separate them. Yeah, because they don't make Vader goofy in the Lego movies. No, <laughs> no, he's serious in the Lego movies. <laughs> Everyone is serious. Oh, we're going to go to top five. Top five. Um, you two don't have to join us in saying anything, but you can if you want. Let me know. Just chime in anytime. It's top five moments from the first 300 episodes, and they have to be very <laughs> specific, time-stamped. <laughs> My number five is, I think, from Andrew's first time on. The, no, it might have been the second or third time on. We did top five Jar Jar moments. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing we've ever done, I think. And it still makes me laugh thinking of Jar Jar moments. So my number five is top five Jar Jar moments. That almost made my list. <laughs> uh, Brock? Uh, my number five is going to be Hondo! No! Uh, <laughs> that's too many times. That's not specific. Uh, I probably gonna say top five was the first one was like when we hit a thousand subscribers. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh this is real. <laughs> I remember being in New York when we hit 700 or 800, and you're like, oh my god, what's going it's on? Yeah, Andrew, my number five is losing to Rob at trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone lost to Rob at trivia. Yeah. Everyone. You know what's funny is uh, Josh at the Denner Nerds. He's he has like. 400 million subscribers now and people are finding the one where he loses to rob <laughs> and I, like I, i'll randomly see comments on that one every once in a while and i'll just i'll get a good laugh because everyone lost to rob and 
you lost bad. <laughs> yeah, that's why he retired as the undisputed champ. Yeah, he won't come back on a, on a trivia now. I've been trying to get him, and he won't do it. So I don't know. Uh, do you either, uh, Desi or Heidi, want to anything you want to say? I put you on the spot with this, so. I know. I'm trying to think. I have a number um, one. But... No, okay. <laughs> never, um, never. I'm gonna, well, I guess I'll put on the um, the list every year rankings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. The rankings list is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe the first time I listened to your rankings and I was screaming because everybody was so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> your your rankings is actually one of the th- easiest ones th- to count. <laughs> I think I literally became a Patreon subscriber like the day after I saw your first rankings because I was like, I need to be involved next time <laughs> because this cannot happen again. <laughs> and it 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 has changed, but not uh, the way you <laughs> you wanted to. The what did we year? have last that year, Desi? Do you remember? I feel what like was it was before about? the Last Jedi came out. So or no. Maybe it was whatever it was. It was like um, thing things like uh, Attack of the Clones. I thought was ranked way too high. I don't remember the exact ones, but I just remember thinking, "Nope, they're all wrong. Every <laughs> single one of these is wrong." <laughs> that, the, the fun thing about that, though, I don't know, Brock, how you feel, but it's because it's like it's not our list. It's like a list of like yeah, so yeah. many people. Because the first one I think was like six or seven, but now like we've been doing like thirty or forty people, and it gets a while to add them up. But it's fun because it's actually like now it's it's not either any of our opinions personally. It's yeah. just this this. Uh, Thing. It's a fun system. We started doing it on on uh, Infinity Rewatch in the past couple of years, and it's been so fun to do that math and be like, "Ooh, not everybody hates Iron Man too." All right, <laughs> the, the hundred different titles that are on that list, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it, I can't even think of all the Marvel movies. When you ask me to do it, I'm like, I don't remember the Marvel movies, like, and then like I haven't seen half of them now because there's so many of them. Like, but I did put Guardians Christmas number one, and <laughs> and. Uh, um, who was it? Somebody got mad at me, and I was like, "Look, it's Christmas." I didn't actually think it was the best one, but I was like, "It's Christmas. <laughs> I love Christmas. I don't care." You put a Christmas. I mean, it's got yourself. Kevin Bacon in it. it Kevin Bacon. I had fun with it. I didn't think it was the greatest thing in the world. I like, I liked uh, Werewolf by Night better at night. Werewolf. Mm-hmm. Werewolf night. Werewolf. I haven't watched the colors. All right, let's uh, number four. Mm-hmm. The first time we did a vote of no confidence, it was the middle of a of a podcast, and Andrew, you said you didn't. You didn't no, Rob didn't like the performance of Ian McDermott in uh Revenge of the Sith or so I can't remember what it was, and you were like, You blasphemous, and you guys had a fake feud, and then that's where we did the trivia after that was based on that feud. So that's my number four. <laughs> Brock? I didn't remember any of that. I was just like, <laughs> Oh yeah, it was like we're WWE or something. Yeah, like it was like in the middle of it. We just well, we kind of we we planned it, but anyway, Brock. Uh, I'm gonna. It's already been mentioned, but I'm gonna say the first time we did the trivia, we actually built a set. Yeah. And now it's just like whatever. Just call you in had, whatever. You had multiple cameras going. We wore suit jackets for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> we need to bring that back. I want trivia round three. We went to a studio to record that. Andrew, yeah, it was a warehouse. <laughs> we'll call um, it a my- studio. My number four is the invention of the terms Fulbrock and she <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No joke. I literally just wrote down Fulbrock. 
full Brock was. Do you remember why why we did that, Brock? I feel like I kept saying I was 50-50 on yeah. so many things for so long. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, you're just going full Brock on this. Perfect. <laughs> like the first few weeks, everything was 50-50. I had a 50%. It was always a, and then eventually it was just, we're full Brock and it's full Brock. And then we made a t-shirt and people started buying that t-shirt. It was crazy. <laughs> Who is the Rob guy? Ian was a great Sith. Ooh, maybe we'll have Rob versus Sooner Thrawn in a trivia battle. That'll oh, there we go. Oh. <laughs> Heidi, anything you want to say? Um, I just say all the theories we've gotten wrong over the years. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> my my favorite thumbnail, I I think I I don't know. I like I'd have to go back and listen to the actual thing, but I can just tell by the podcast the theory was that Snoke and I I'm blocking Maz Kanata were the same yeah. person. Oh so yeah. that that video was I think it was like our second or third video we posted on YouTube. The first one was like I think um, Brock and I reacting to the Rogue One trailer at Celebration Europe. We weren't even really a podcast yet, and then. The second one was a book review from Andrew, I believe. And then that video, Heidi, our friend uh, Manny, and well, he he texts me, he goes, I have a theory about Star Wars. I go, well, voice it on your phone, send it to me, and I'll put it together. I didn't know what it was. He didn't tell me. And then he said, Maz is Snoke. I'm like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so I took this video. I, I, I put the audio, I put the thing together, uploaded it to YouTube, and I got no views. And I changed a couple things. And it... <laughs> it's got like 60,000 it's our biggest watched video by a lot and that's when it was like Brock we need to do stuff on YouTube now and, that, and so that that was the first video that got us and it got us I think that got us like a few hundred subscribers that video alone and people I think were thinking it was a real video but it was a lot that one was editing it was the dumbest thing I've ever done because <laughs> who thinks of that uh, and it probably would have been a better uh, snow cat that happened does he <laughs> Oh, I said my number four already. Oh, that's so I, I just want to include how you would always go on Twitter and joke that fake spoilers about how it was Jar Jar Banks. And when I watched <laughs> when I watched um, that episode of The Mandalorian, when they revealed who rescued Grogu, I had intended to go on Twitter and write, I can't believe Jar Jar Banks <laughs> But I couldn't do that because then that would have actually yeah. <laughs> That's why you always fall back on Ben Quadneros. Always Benny Quads, Benny Quads. Um, My number three is the trivia, the Duel of the Fates, the first one we did. We did some really fun ones after. We did one of you, remember, where we didn't record the audio, so we never got to air it. What a fun time. And fun, (laughs) true story, Andrew lost that one as well. Yeah. That was fun. You lost all of them. That is canon. <laughs> like, and the thing that the best part is Andrew's like the most knowledgeable of Star Wars of all, and he just keeps blowing. Brock, your number three. Uh, I was gonna say something, but then uh, when uh, Heidi mentioned Twitter, I it, it dislodged a memory. It's the time, James, you tweeted at Ryan Johnson. What do you call a flock, right. a group of uh, a porgs? And he he. Tweeted back at you, a group of porgs is called a murder. I'm yeah, like, we made it. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. I tweeted like you, whatever episode that was, you could see I do it in the middle of the show. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then and then you stayed over after, and we were like, oh my god, we had a, that was fun. Andrew, 
My number three is uh, doing those episodes where I showcased a lot of retro stuff, particularly Star Wars miniatures and all those Legends books. Because those were so much fun to do. And you would get all those people in the comments jumping out who are like, oh my God, Star Wars miniatures. And then it just became this time capsule of like early 2000s Star Wars merch. I love it. Those videos consistently get comments and views. It's crazy how people yeah. randomly find it. Heidi and Desi? Um, I'm going to go with hearing my name for the first time. <laughs> I'm a Patreon supporter. Um, I, I don't know. It just always brings a smile to my face when I hear the names. And it's funny because um, another Patreon supporter is uh, married to a girl that I used to work with. And we sat next to each other uh, for like three years. And I didn't even know that she and her husband were big Star Wars fans until oh I heard his God. name on the list. Wow. That's, That's so amazing. Cool. That's awesome, Heidi. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy being fired. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I really wish we. I knew what the first episode. Yeah. Like, again, I've said this. I wish we were like clipping things. Like we could have had so many compilations of like full Brocks and like, hey, what's up, scums, and like, or what? What do I say at the end? Rebel scum, whatever. But like the the, the Kathleen Kennedy getting fired. Would be amazing, like an auto tune. She's yeah. fine. She's fine. She's fine. She's fine. She's fine. <laughs> she. Like, I think we still find her less than some other YouTube channels out there. Like yeah. She's awesome. Uh, my number two. Uh, when we went to Star Wars Celebration, that was fun. Star Wars Celebration. Uh, that was six, almost six and a half years ago. We went there, and now they've stopped. We didn't get it then, but they've stopped doing media for podcasts because there's five hundred thousand. Star Wars podcast, but Andrew went as a, a media yeah, representative. That was rad. <laughs> your number two? My number two, uh, I agree with you on that. Like, actually going to celebration was crazy. But my number two is going to be the insanity of the amount of times we would record during COVID. Like, the <laughs> beginning first year oh of COVID. God. We were doing it all the time. And I honestly, as much as we had wonderful patreons like yourselves here i was like i feel like i didn't really understand how many people were actually like engaging with us till covid when people were like oh i'm a, i'm also awake right now i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> trivia like we would do trivia like once yeah. a day i like time, half the yeah. time it's like this 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 game is broken <laughs> <laughs> the wrong I forgot about that trivia that was yeah. nuts so yeah. like that was like it's crazy to think and like and it was funny because it's like as a as a sh podcast YouTube show we were already kind of prepared to be on yeah. video calls because at this point James is already living in the woods so it's just me in a <laughs> in a room so I was just like we are ready <laughs> we were we, we did yeah we did like a Monday night live show and then we were live every day at lunch we did the stupid <laughs> trivia every day at lunch <laughs> I remember during trivia. You would ask the question and I would type in my answer yeah. and I would be wrong like half the time. But I felt like there was one guy, I don't even remember who it was, who was right every time. And I noticed yeah. that everybody else just waited until he answered and then they said <laughs> the same thing. I'm like, there's no way you guys are all getting this right. And I'm the only one no. who's getting it wrong. <laughs> just everybody's just waiting for him to answer before they all answered. 100% that was happening. We should have muted comments on that one while we ask questions. Mute comments until after. Um, Andrew, did we go to you? 
number two, I cheated on my number two because it's not from an episode. In fact, it's from, I'm pretty sure before the show even began, but it was like a precursor to it. So I had to include it. And that is lining up in front of the Disney store at square one to get Force Awakens toys. <laughs> yeah. That's in, like it's so synonymous with Rebels Come to me that I have to keep <laughs> reminding myself it was almost a full year before we started the podcast. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh my god, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I we're like, get... you can't look at Ray because you haven't seen Force yeah, Awakens. That's yet. right. It might ruin things for you. Yeah, yeah. You guys had seen it and I had it, and I got wow. the Ray toy, and I remember showing it to you like this and with my head turned away, and I'm like, should I look? Should I look? And you guys are like, nah, nah, just wait. Just Actually, wait. the employee there was pretty good about it too. He was like, "Oh, you haven't seen it? Turn around!" Like he was, he was yeah. So what it was it was the elite figures that they had at the Disney store yeah. for the Force Awakens. I got really into them, and I made these guys come once or twice. And the last one, Andrew hadn't seen the movie yet. It was a day, the official release date of it. We saw it the night before, and Andrew's like, "I'm going Saturdays." I'm like, "You can't look at the toys." So that's what he's referencing. <laughs> uh, Heidi and Desi. Um, I'm gonna go with. Every time you guys signed it off for a while there, Brock kept trying to be clever and come up with something different other yeah. than rebel scum yeah. to say. So he'd be like, <laughs> Mandalorian scum. Yeah, whatever it was like, whatever the episode was about or what we just talked about. It just cracked me up every time he came nice. up with something different. I love that joke too. Keep doing it. Never. <laughs> no, he's done. Heidi? Um, I think the one time I was on and we were talking about how I got involved in Star Wars and I was talking about my cousin and all his action figures. And then yeah. I went on about how he had a Luke Squadron Luke Skywalker and how I went online and I talked to people online about the figure and they said I was remembering wrong. No such figure existed. And I said, I know that figure existed. And then two years ago, my niece got married and I ran into him. I said, I know you had... Blue Squadron and Luke Skywalker, and he started laughing. He's like, "Yeah, the cha- the paint chipped off, and <laughs> his mom didn't have a red marker, so she colored it in with a blue one." <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> make that canon. And my number one, hanging out with everyone once. Ah, ah I stole that for Brock. Started. <laughs> That's mine too. Yeah, because it's fun. Yeah. Andrew, who is not canon? My number one is becoming canon. No. uh, (laughs) (laughs) My number one is both of the times uh, going to Star Wars Celebration. Uh, Because not only was it something that I had always knew Celebration existed and I just never thought anything of it. So, you know, getting to go there was kind of a big deal. But more importantly, it kind of opened my eyes to how big the community was and getting to just hear from other Star Wars fans and meet other Star Wars people. And to know that these people are coming from all over the world and every once in a while, one of them would randomly be like, Hey, it's Rebel Scum Podcast. And I'd be like, Holy crap. <laughs> like, did you hear that? Those people recognize this. So it, it brought the community together in a way I never would have imagined. And I think that when you start making a podcast, that's kind of the dream that's in your heart when you start it off. So the fact that we got there and that happened, I loved it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yay. Heidi, Desi? Um, I just want to say uh, just meeting all of you and I've made new friends. In fact, 
Desi and I, we met in Florida um, it was awesome. a couple of years ago, and we had an awesome day. And, nice. And, um, you know, maybe even Andrew. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, and also understanding that I have no makeup on and I'm in my robe because I didn't know we were doing this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all too. good, all good. I'm not wearing pants. I'm I'm gonna go with the two times I got to be on the rankings show <laughs> as my number one. The first one I disagreed with everything, and then the second one I I thought it was much better. <laughs> <laughs> And we got more coming. And we're going to have you on to talk about the Star Cruiser as well. Uh, yeah. I haven't even you yet. Yeah, so we're gonna, that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, look at that. Flex. <laughs> Did someone go on the Star Cruiser? <laughs> Was it Andrew? Did Andrew go on? Andrew, would you do that? Would you go on the Star Cruiser Hotel? If it was still in operation. That's the hotel it. where they make it feel like you're on a ship the whole time? Is that what that was? Yeah. He would do it just yes. to be able to say he was canon. <laughs> yeah, that would be my reason. I just shot like, you out the cannon. <laughs> I would apply for a job there and then quit after one day and be like, I was cannon. I was cannon. <laughs> Take it all. All right, that is our top five Ooh. moments from the first 300 episodes. Andrew still hasn't become cannon, which is great. He somehow made it through this episode without getting cut off three times. Two times is a plenty. We'll wrap it up. Heidi, does he anything else you want to say before we say goodbye? You're my favorite Star Wars podcast, and uh, I think you guys are awesome. Happy to be here. Thank you. We're the only Star Wars podcast also. (laughs) No one else does this. No one has a Star Wars podcast. Heidi? Raylo forever. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Andrew? Uh, Well, I'm going to move on over to Hey Topanga, the uh, Boy Meets World podcast, (laughs) where I will be canon. Is that a so for those who don't know, that was Brock's first podcast. That was my first maybe, podcast. First podcast, like, maybe not, maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> is it available anywhere? Can anyone? I don't think it? so. Or is it I don't even, it must be on my YouTube or something like that. But you, I, I was, I think, I think I said, I think I said this to Andrew, you and Joe, who you did it with, were ahead of the curve on doing that because now, yeah, that's all the right. But you guys were like way ahead of it on that. You, yeah. This was like they did it over 10 years ago, I think. Yeah, it's it was probably, probably like a year before we started this, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and like, yeah, it's it's, it's a bummer because it's like I think we were like just Disney Plus is about to come out, and that was on there too. Like, we were watching DVDs, yeah, you were, <laughs> we're like, oh. <laughs> And, oh, and uh, Girl Meets World was like just about to come out as well, so it's like okay, we so could have kept going and then done that, and then then I yeah. I feel like they oh. were too early on Girl Meets World. Yeah, yeah like, probably. Our generation was not old enough to have kids that mm-hmm. were watching Girl Meets World yet. Yeah, and now right. like the Boy Meets World podcast, whatever it's called, is like huge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa! Yeah, you guys have that. Anything, else, anything you want to say, Brock? Thank you. Thank you to everyone that <laughs> decides to listen to us. This is awesome. Like, I'm shocked that we're still doing this, but it's great. It's like, as much as like, I wish James and I were in the same room. Like, it's yeah. like, it's because of this podcast that like, I feel like, oh yeah, yeah James. To the point that when we do see each other, I'm like, oh, right. You're a real person. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> we, like, actually, like, we yeah. just saw each other two months ago. Yeah, I know. It's been two months. (laughs) So it's just like, yeah, it's a it's a fun place and it's nice to hear 
like from all of all of us, all of the group here, it's just like, yeah, I look forward to this podcast. And like, oh, I just I forgot. I, I actually met J- uh, Brock and uh, Remy, Remy, uh, Remy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were like, yeah, oh, sorry. here you are. <laughs> I just looked up like, oh, I know you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's wild. It's like, that's awesome. It's like to meet in real life. It's just like, wow. <laughs> yeah, was a, that was a um, Toronto Fan Expo. Fan Expo. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And I'm this sorry. podcast gets me into in free for yeah. years. <laughs> Woo! But I, I keep forgetting your wife's name. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. It's Remy. I keep. I'm sorry. She doesn't listen anyway. Yeah, she does not. <laughs> that was. I well, when we first started, we we're like, no one's gonna listen to us. And we remember, I remember being on SoundCloud. You're like, it's on SoundCloud. It has. I think it was like 20 listens. We're like, we're famous. Let's we're keep famous. going. <laughs> but We've but we it. we both made like this pact early on, and I tell people who start podcasts all the time, like you you got to do it every week. You can't take a week off for like a, like we do now, like we yeah. because we do. It. But remember the first like few months, we were like, we're going on vacation. You got to do it from the hotel room. Got to do it from here. We did it from everywhere that first month or so. Because once you stop, it's hard to get back into it and keep going unless you've done yeah. it for a long time. And now we've done it for too long. So, <laughs> but it's fun talking to all of you meeting all of you everyone on patreon everyone that listens that's not it's it blows my mind all the time it's awesome appreciate it all okay good night and don't worry everybody by the time we get to episode 400 uh, we'll stuff. probably have a new star wars movie to talk about oh and it'll Never. be ray it'll be called it'll be called star wars ray, ray skywalker, skywalker. oh <laughs> And the opening crawl's first line will be Ben is not involved. Ben is not involved. Ray Skywalker does not care. (laughs) Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Porg, but like it's R E D E R S. Raiders. They're good. George owns both of those things. Uh, very good. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, hit the. We never tell people to like and subscribe. I think people need to start doing that more. Oh, they uh, know. It's awesome uh, to have you join us for our 300th time of doing this nonsense. Um, have a good night. And until next time, Brock, you were always. You know what? I'm going to end it with the intro because it didn't play properly. Brock, you were always scum. Rebel scum. Wasn't very creative. 300. Hello, scumbags. Hi. Welcome to Rebel Scum Podcast. A video cast. It's our first one with video. Hey, you can see us. Hi. Look at us. I'm James. I'm Brock. And like we said, this is the Rebel Scum Podcast. It is our 16th podcast and our first one with our faces. With our faces. You're watching the 300th episode of the Rebel Scum Podcast. From odds making to list rankings and some special guests, we've got you covered.
And don't forget to join us on Patreon and join the show. Here are your hosts, Brock and James, and definitely not Andrew. You Rebel scum. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.